Welcome to 15 Minutes of Mental Toughness with your host, Dr. Rob Bell. Dr. Rob interviews expert coaches, executives, and athletes about mental toughness and their hinge moments. The hinge, it connects who we are with who we've become, and it only takes one. And now for your host, Dr. Rob. where I took a step back and I was like, I have two choices. I can work this out and continue to feel like I'm missing a part of my life. Mm -hmm. Although it was a good life, I felt empty still. Or I could go down the path where I felt like I could be true to myself. This podcast, 15 Minutes of Mental Toughness, is brought to you by our sponsor, SOS Rehydrate. It's an organic drink mix as effective as an IV drip. It's proven by science and used by elite athletes because only the best will do for elite athletic performance. So for all your hydration needs, our listeners today get 15% off if you enter the code mental toughness at INeedSOS.com. This episode is brought to you by Some Sleep. Go to getsome.com. That's G-E-T-S-O-M.com. We all deserve a better night's sleep. You drink one can 30 minutes before bed, and it's that simple. This awesome blend lets you not only fall asleep fast, but then wake up feeling absolutely refreshed, not hungover or foggy. You're going to absolutely love this product. And in fact, if you go to getsome.com and enter in the promo code Dr. Rob Bell, D-R-R-O-B-B-E-L-L, you get 10% off. Guarantee you're going to love this product. Go there right away. So another great guest today, this is Kenzie Homestead. He lives in Utah, which is an important part of of this story when it comes to 15 minutes of mental toughness. And I really uh, love her perspective, uh, has a unique perspective in in, in helping people, I think, with loss, um, and then uh, is director of admissions at, uh, at Madeline Academy um, there right outside Salt Lake City. Kenzie, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, of course. I'm so happy. I'm so excited. And I do have to, uh, now one of the things I always say is like everybody's an athlete and you're an athlete yourself in terms of, um, you know, th- that you've competed in, you know, fitness competitions and throughout the mm-hmm. board. Um, and well, let's just get started. Um, okay. 15 minutes of mental toughness. What, what is mental toughness, you know, because you really have a unique perspective. What does mental toughness mean to you? I think in, I mean, if I could define it, I always say if you could have mental fortitude, fortitude by definition means courage. Sometimes being tough is one of those things that you have to like fake it till you make it. You just have to give yourself affirmations internally, like I can do this, I'm okay. Remind yourself of your purpose and that's it. And people are like, it sounds so stupid, but when you start practicing it, it's like putting bricks together. Eventually you do have a wall, you know? So I I believe that it's just having the mental fortitude to push on through okay. situations, in a situation. Yeah, excellent. Whether so, it's training or life, you know? Right, right. Yes. Yeah, we can't build the wall. We can just lay this brick as best as we can, right? Yes, every day. Absolutely, yeah. 
So, you know, obviously I ask about like the hinge moment. You I mean, you experienced some loss, some part of like that mental fortitude. Can you share with us your story and your hinge moment, yes. how it made all the difference? Yes. How in, how in depth should I go? Go to the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> the bottom of the ocean. Oh man, we'll be here all day. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, okay. So I got married when I was 18. Um, I come from a very religious background, as we've discussed before. Um, I was raised LDS. Um, and I got married super, super young, which where I come from, like we said, Salt Lake is totally common um, to get married at that age. If you don't have kids by 21, you stand out. And right. We're like, what happened to you? So um, about four years into my marriage, I now am 24, but when I was 23, I learned that my husband was having an affair. Um, and I, it was one of those moments where I was able to step back and be like, okay, I have had questions about this particular religion and the way that I was living. And I was told, you just trust it, have faith, everything works out. And I just felt like I wasn't particularly living up to my potential. And so it was one of those moments where I took a step back and I was like, I have two choices. I can work this out and continue to feel like I'm missing a part of my life. Mm -hmm. Although it was a good life, I felt empty still. Or I could go down the path where I felt like I could be true to myself. And when you choose that path, that is the most difficult thing. I mean, overcoming that just because of where I was raised took, I mean, I could not believe when I felt like I had family and friends that would support me through anything. I have never been more alone than in those moments. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Sure. And it absolutely. took a year and yeah, now it's been almost, I mean, it's been about a year and a half. And I just now have family members that are resurfacing. Wow. And so it's interesting to watch how people react when you make choices that are generally best for yourself and to have, again, the mental fortitude to just be like, I can do this even if I'm alone. That's all I need is myself. You know? So you have a lot of these pressures. Then what was the action that you took? What, what was that moment? How did you do it? Um, so <laughs> I felt like I was being approached by so many different angles so i said i was like i'm not gonna do this i packed all of my stuff in one day and i moved four and a half hours away to where i know i knew nobody except for my sister lived there you um, and you I packed like, up and I, took off i moved yeah. and i was like i'm giving myself six months to a year to figure out what i'm going to do so i didn't make the decision to get divorced i didn't i was like i'm not going to make a decision for at least six months because I need to figure out what would be the most authentic thing for me to do. And when you're angry and making decisions out of anger or sadness, you're never going to make the correct decision for yourself. So I gave myself the time that I needed to kind of develop that decision. Cause it's a big one. I mean, that's a, you know, one of the biggest decisions you could make. So, yes. So people, well, I think that's really awesome. I mean, so people talk about like grief space and how you need to mourn that loss. I mean, that was yeah. obviously you set a goal for yourself to give yes. yourself time. Yes. And then, um, and then what, what was the biggest thing that you kind of discovered, you know, throughout that process? Because I mean, obviously this was the most difficult thing you, you went through at that time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest thing that I've learned is I don't, I mean, it's not necessarily like a, it's the trait to be like, I can do this on my own. 
Like I, not that you don't need people, but when you finally have the ability to look within yourself and be like, hey, there's enough in there. Even if it's just me, like I can push on and move past anything. And that was one of the things that like I had lacked my whole life. I always looked outside to be like, hey, am I doing this right? Am I doing this right? And get confirmation from outside opinions. Whereas now I'm totally myself and I'm like, I don't have time to be two people. I believe in myself enough. And I think that's a quality that a lot of people are after. They just don't know it. Yeah. And, and so you give out, I mean, a lot of great information on your YouTube channel, on your Instagram, which which I'll get to so people can follow you. Okay. Um, okay. You know, I mean, it's, it's obvious like one of your strengths is being able to help people. That's what I would like to do with my life, yes. What, um, you know, and, and especially like with, with females, what do you think the biggest struggle is with, um, you know, with females and that mental fortitude and mental strength that you that you talk about? I think the biggest struggle is a lot of females attach themselves to others, whether it be men or women or friends or family. And like I said, they look for confirmation outside. They don't really get to know what's happening inside. One of my very favorite philosophers, um, Osho, he talks about this a ton in his book um, titled Fear. But he talks about how if we would just look inside, it's not as scary as it seems because there's stuff happening in there, we just never address it. And I think we're so afraid to look inside and be like, what do I really want? Aside from what everyone else thinks I should want, what do I like to do? What places do I like to go? Instead of being like, oh, my boyfriend likes, my husband likes to do this and read this, so I'm just gonna go and jump in and do that. And I think with my marriage, I did that. I was like, how do I be this perfect wife and all, all of these things that I totally lost myself and so the reason why it took those six months was I have to find out who Kenzie is. Like, what is she like? What does she enjoy? What makes her who she is? And I think a lot of women lack that. Yeah. They well, lack the confidence to just be, you know? Yeah, it's really good. So you wrote the book Fear? It's called Fear. Because I wrote I wrote a book called No Fear. <laughs> okay. I just had to put that okay. in there. Actually, Matthew McConaughey, do you know who that is? Of course, yeah. Okay. Do I so look like he him? Gave, he, <laughs> he gave a speech at a, a collegiate graduation, and he, um, he said, he was like, I don't understand these shirts that say no fear. Like, he's like, I don't know what that concept means, because you should do things that scare the crap out of you every single day. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. Like, having the strength to just be like, I don't even care if it scares the crap out of me. I'm just going to try it. But like the no fear concept. So that's funny. Thank yeah. you. That's yeah. I always funny. say, I always say, you know, we got to face the fear and kind of do it anyway. Yes. Yes. In, in terms of helping people, what is it that, what's the information, what's the message that, that you want to get across to people in terms of, Hey, you need to know this when it comes to your mental toughness and, and improving. Um, you need to know that you can do it and you need to find the tools that will get you there. For me, um, it's interesting. Like I said, you fake it till you make it. I just, you try something until you learn, Hey, this isn't completely what I want. So you adjust and you keep making those adjustments and eventually you'll get to where you want to go, but it, it will never come to you without action. So regardless if, if you're trying and you don't know if it's the path that you want. Like for me, it was competing for a mm -hmm. while. 
And that in and of itself got me through so many difficult times because I had something to attach myself to. And when I realized that my direction might be a little different, I kept the training and I kept the intensity. I'm very passionate about fitness because of what it does for my mind. But then I adjusted it and I'm like, what else do I need to add to this so that I feel like I'm adding to my bucket and not just like wasting it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that's, yeah. um, so it's really a good point. So, I mean, for people to take action steps and even if it's not going to be the long-term path from that yeah. experience, you're going to then find more stuff about yourself that will absolutely eventually get you in the, in the right direction. Yes. And that's like with me right now, I do YouTube videos and I do little tutorials and by no means do I want to do that for a living. But if I could teach women how to feel beautiful, that's definitely a part of it or people in general. And so little things that you do will teach you how to get there. And it's interesting how when you put yourself in situations like that, even if it's not the whole picture, it will attract people that will add to the whole picture. You know what I mean? Like, like if you just, you have to put yourself out there though. I love Tony Robbins. I listen to him every morning. But one of the things that he says is, he says, when you make a decision to do something, you sign yourself up. Mm -hmm. So like whether it be, hey, I need to do this, so I'm going to sign myself up, up for the class or I'm going to whatever it is, you always have to take action in the moment that you decide you're going to do it. And that will propel you forward yeah. continually. Yeah, I really like that. That, I mean, action changes everything. And I like that growth piece yeah. that you talked about. Yeah. yeah. So so we mentioned the YouTube videos, obviously your, your presence on Instagram yes. as well. Where can people learn more about you and follow you? Oh yeah. yeah, that's what you're asking. <laughs> okay, so it's just my first and last name for both. For Instagram, it's Kenzie Homestead, K-E-N-Z-I-E-H-O-L-M-S-T-E-A-D, and there's no space. And then for YouTube, it's just um, my name with a space. Awesome. Well, yes. thank you so much for uh, for sharing that that wisdom with you and that content. It was really awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to the Mental Toughness Podcast. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to our podcast. You can also check us out on Twitter at Dr. Rob Bell or visit our website at drrobbell.com.